This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of 91. The value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. In South Africa, 91 is an authorised financial services provider. I received a piece of work yesterday which says the following. The 91SA Recovery Fund in association with Ethos Private Equity targets 10 billion rand to help restore South Africa's economic health. And it says here, the JSC and LSE listed investment manager 91 has launched an impact investment initiative. The 91SA Recovery Fund in association with Ethos Private Equity, one of South Africa's leading alternative Asset managers on the telephone now from 91 is Simon Howie, co head of SA and Africa Fixed Income. This is quite exciting. The first thing you have to explain, though, is what is impact investing, Simon? Impact investing is very much about, I guess, doing some good. It's about being very sure about where your money is going when you put it to work and it having some positive effect. And I think it's quite intuitive in the space we're in now, given the pandemic that's going on and the situation the country's in that going out and finding situations and companies to lend money to and give capital to, you know, is going to certainly have some kind of impact if you do it, you know, with due thought. This was obviously conceived before the pandemic, but obviously it's been enhanced by the pandemic. So in in other words, and as I always try to put a positive spin on the coronavirus outbreak, there are positives that come out of it. Is that how you see it as well? I think with this initiative, interestingly, it is very much a part of the pandemic. It was designed and the concept originated as a response to what's going on. The building blocks are very much there and in place. You know, we've we've got a long history of credit opportunities and being in the market, looking at private and liquid credit um, investments. You know, from our own side, we've got the listed equity, we've got small caps, medium caps we look at. So all the building blocks were there. But the idea of the fund was very much a response, you know, as an asset manager, third party manager, looking at what the banks are doing, what government's doing, potential insurance companies who've got a balance sheet can do and saying, well, what can we do as as an asset management industry? And this was very much a response to that. It says here the fund will initially seek to attract support from the country's institutional investors. In addition, subject to the necessary regulatory enablement, 91 is hopeful that retail investors in South Africa will be able to access the 91 SA Recovery Fund, uh, which is interesting because this is an alternative alternative investment, especially when other asset classes are not so much uh, overpriced, becoming so, but also it adds an element of difference to a portfolio, if you see what I mean. Yes, I think so. I think that's the, that's the context and the way to think about it. I mean, you wouldn't be putting all your savings into a fund like this. It does have a slightly higher risk profile to what you would typically have, but it enhances very much an existing portfolio, putting a, a small allocation alongside, you know, your, your kind of listed equities, your bonds, et cetera, you know, probably not being that highly correlated you know, potentially adding some slightly higher returns. So I think that's very much is the concept, you know, very much for your institutional investors, your big pension funds, you know, putting some money to work. But also, you know, as, we, as we've disclosed, you know, there is potentially a place for, for retail investors to also say, listen, we also want to contribute to something like this, you know, with an allocation, you know, of our funds. 
Yes, it says here, and I'm quoting now your CEO and colleague, Hendrik Tutoy, it says, the lockdown, while necessary to protect the nation's health, has been akin to putting the economy into an induced coma. South Africa faces a once-in-a-generation economic challenge. The SA Recovery Fund is a market-led impact initiative to mitigate the negative impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. Tell us how it works and tell us about the 10 billion and tell us how we might, as retail investors, be able to invest in it. So I guess that the way that it works is, you know, if we looked and we did look at the situation we find ourselves in, you know, we the large listed companies, you expect if they do have a need for more capital and liquidity, it'll either come liquidity from the banks capital probably from the listed equity markets, they'll get support. We've got the small SMEs that are being supported through the bank and government initiative. But there's a large rump of companies in the middle, your larger private companies, your smaller medium cap listed companies, that we really need see needing help through this period of time. So when we say that, you know, kind of companies are in an induced coma, the worry is that the bills are racking up. So you found that lenders have actually given them a period of time they don't have to pay interest, but the interest is racking up. They're getting some relief from landlords, but but that rent will be due and payable at a point in time. Yeah. So companies can't sustain this for much longer, will need that little bit of help to get through. And, and that's, I guess, the part that we're looking to play. You know, when it comes to the retail investor, you know, we're going through the process now of seeing, you know, currently it's not easy for a retail investor to access these kind of alternative assets. And we certainly will need some changes which we're trying to push through. So I'm certain yet whether retail investors will be able to access it, but certainly the big pension funds, you know, our more typical clients on the institutional side are the ones who are coming in and supporting this initiative. What's been the reaction to it so far? I think it's been a fantastic reaction in terms of, I guess what we wanted was to try and do some good and try and um, get some support going for helping with the recovery. And so the reaction to our attempt to do that has been fantastic. You know, you find that you do have hurdles in South Africa. The pension fund industry is not growing. You know, people are worried. Those people looking after those big pension funds in terms of potentially layoffs and potentially what happens to that industry. But we're finding that the clients are actually finding the cash, finding the money, looking at allocations, and it's been a wonderful response and a, and a sense that we we all do have a part to play because what we'd like to see is that we put ourselves in a position as a country that when we come through this, and that might be later this year, early next year, that we can recover as quickly as possible. And that's the thinking behind this, is really do everything we can so that our recovery can be as strong and as quick as we could possibly make it. Given what's happened to the stock market over the last uh, couple of weeks, I think the recovery is doing very well, certainly at a stock market level. But you say the following, there are good companies across all sectors of South Africa's economy that will be facing funding needs that cannot be provided by the banks or the state, cannot or won't not. That's my phrase, not yours. For some, the economic contraction will limit their access to capital to grow and expand existing capacity. When you look at your fund, do you have a a difficult balancing act between doing good and making money for your investors? I think that's always a balance because at the end of the day, it is third-party money you bring to work. You know, if you put money to work, it needs to have an economical and fair return. So yes, there is a balancing act. And I think we've been very very clear that the aim of this fund is is not to, to look at those incredibly difficult situations where you you may end up not being able to save a business. I think that's a slightly different situation. We're looking for good businesses that will make it through one way or another, but we really want to ease them through this period of time and we want to help them 
so that they're not in a position where they need to be looking at closing down divisions, laying off, you know, more people than is absolutely necessary. And and that's the kind of thinking behind it is is to help good businesses through this, you know, and and in the same time have decent returns through it. And we've seen that through other, you know, cycles that when you do have liquidity, when there's dislocation like this, when there's a lack of liquidity, you know, it might not be your main intention, but it comes with it that you have very good returns. So this is not just like the dole, for example, in the United Kingdom, which is a word which means unemployment benefit. This is money that you're going to give to companies, but with the proviso that they're going to use it beneficially. That's absolutely right. And, you know, and that's one of the conditions of, of this fund, putting money to work in situations where it gets deployed for essentials, essentially run the business for your staff, you know, the, the costs that need to be met, potentially for even expanding that business and, and growing out of this recovery, but certainly not, uh, you know, giving cash to make distributions to shareholders or, or big incentives to management. You know, that mm. can come down the line when certain hurdles will be met and, and the kind of recovery is, is well on its way. Have you found that there's a universe of companies that meet your criteria? Yes, I think there are a lot of companies. You know, I mean, you, you mentioned that we've seen, you know, great rebound when it comes to the equity markets, but it has been, you know, split between kind of the, those companies that are linked to offshore or commodities and SA Inc. And, and there's a lot of South African companies that are not doing well, you know, are very exposed to the economy, exposed to sectors that have not opened up, you know, and we think there's a place to pay. And, and you know, as has been our strategy for many years, we're very much a co-investor alongside the banks as well. You know, we work with them as, you know, strong partners. And we think that the amount of money that is needed to be put to work in total is a very, very big number. And that's why we mentioned that, you know, it, the amount of capital that the banks have got may not be enough at the end of the day. And that's, you know, kind of our role is to come along and support and help with this process. Just to finish off, I'm just going to read a couple of sentences from your closing statement. It says here, the fund will combine the credit and publicly listed equity skills within 91 with ethos private equity expertise and strong track record in generating returns across multiple economic cycles. Given the significant funding need, 91 hopes that this fund launch will encourage other private sector impact initiatives from the investment industry. So you're hoping it will almost spark a movement? I mean, that would be nice. I mean, we certainly, we've worked with Ethos for many years on transactions and it was a natural coming together with work to work with them. You know, we really respect their professionalism and expertise on that private side, very, you know, very well-known in South Africa and very good in that environment. But we do believe that, you know, by, by going out in these transactions, working alongside other lenders, there is the potential to pull other institutional investors alongside. And as I say, that's been the nature of how we've worked for many years you know, working with other lenders, other institutional lenders. And we think there is a chance that we could be a catalyst here and, and pull some actual institutional money, you know, alongside to actually help with this recovery. Simon, thanks so much for your time. That's Simon Howie, co-head of SA and Africa Fixed Income at 91 in Cape Town.